Another week, another episode of the Weekly Warrior Podcast coming at you. I am your host of the day, Jared Bradford. Today, again, I am joined by Miss Connor Edelbrock and Mr. Corey Mueller. Today, we're going to talk about group training versus solo training. So basically, working out with a group in CrossFit, because that is our mode of experience, versus working out by yourself at a globo gym or the gym of your choice so we go through the benefits the pros and cons of each one and then we think we came up with some really good thoughts and ideas for you so we hope you tune in and listen if you enjoy this scroll on down leave us a five-star review on itunes we'd really appreciate it and guys always discover the warrior within hi bones hey bones hi connor Hey. Hi. Hey. Hey. I think um I think Core should tell us what he's been up to today. Man, what I've been up to? I've had another great day down in Metro Detroit. Metro Detroit. Yeah. I did a lot of exploring today. So, I'm feeling great. That's Ready really bleak and I want more. That's bones. Those are tales for a different day. Why? Because I want to share all of that in a whole new episode about the reinvigoration of downtown Detroit and how I feel about it. Cause everyone wants to know how I feel about it. Yeah. Everyone's waiting. <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> I guess we'll just put a pin in that old bad boy right there then resurgence of Corey's motor city will come later yeah but he did stop at a restaurant that sells captain crunch coated chicken with maple syrup dipping sauce so that's something to look forward to yeah yeah but you didn't get it i didn't get that no that's yeah it sounds weird i actually did try it once and it's that's about it's weird it's about that's what sums it up nah that ain't me ain't you would nah. you eat Captain Crunch regularly with cereal and milk? Yeah. What kind? Uh, all the kinds. All of the kinds? Yeah. There's like we have like nine, nine different flavors of Captain Crunch in this country. That's what makes us the best country in the world. So. Wow. Connor, what's your favorite? I did not know there was nine flavors of Captain Crunch. Okay, can you actually name all nine, Corey? No, I can't. I I know there's. The original Captain Crunch, the one that which is just like, the yellow. Yeah, it's the, like the rectangles, and it yeah, yeah, it destroys the roof of your mouth. Oh yeah, dude, terrible. But it's, it's, it's delicious. Yeah. Um, it's like a cat. It's like a cat gets in there and just claws the shit out of your mouth. Right, <laughs> and then there is Crunch Berries. The crunch berries. yep. So the Crunch Berries is pretty great, mm-hmm. and then there's peanut butter Captain Crunch. Which is probably my favorite. Um, Everybody's favorite. Yeah. yeah. And then there literally is the oops, just crunch berries one. Um, (laughs) You're at four. If you can name nine, (laughs) I will be supremely impressed. So let's go. You're at four. So yeah, the oops, crunch berries, which like is amazing. Um, And then there's chocolate peanut butter crunch. I'm not, I'm pretty sure. Um, Probably. that's chocolate five. Berries. That's five. I can name another one. Chocolate, uh, berry. Wait, did you just say that? 
No, I, yeah, the chocolate peanut butter crunch. <laughs> oh, chocolate. No, there's a chocolate berry crunch. So that's oh, six. That it's, doesn't, doesn't sound great. Look great. It's like no. chocolate frosted flakes. Like, no. Why would you make that? But they make it. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. We're at six, seven, eight, nine. We're pretty close. Maybe we can do some research during I haven't the had, this episode. Yeah, I haven't had Captain Crunch in many, many years. But I do know that we literally have like nine nine flavors of Captain Crunch in this country, which, again, makes us the best country in the world right there. That alone is the premise of greatness in a country. Uh, a country? <laughs> a Captain Crunchy? We're a Captain Crunchy now. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Connor's Ooh. not amused. Let's get down to business. I, yeah, yeah I, bus- I had no idea. I have business. my business socks on, well, so let's get business. down to business. Yeah, Business. What's your favorite cereal, Connor? Oh, so I was always um, Honey Nut Cheerios. Yeah, pretty we, good, pretty we good. Did, we did a lot of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Nice. Um, right now, I do a lot of oatmeal. Cereal, uh, cereal is very dangerous for me. Uh, like, I want to know the dangerous, Connor. I want to know the dangerous. <laughs> I want to know what gets you really riled up. That's what I'm asking. I know you have oatmeal. <laughs> she eats a lot of oatmeal. Yeah, I You do. eat so much oatmeal. <laughs> I know. It's um, good. What's your cereal... vice? What's your, what is your kryptonite? Cereal is one of them. There's lots of them, but cereal, yeah, cereal is a slippery slope. It really is. (laughs) Say that five times fast. (laughs) Cereal slippery slope. Yeah, I'm the person that will open a box of cereal, eat the bowl, and then keep trying to even out. So, like, if I have a little bit of milk left, I'll pour a little Mm. more cereal in, and then I'll pour some more milk, and then I'll just devour the majority of the box in one sitting. It's pretty normal. Yeah. Yeah, it's normal. Yeah. Well, behavior. Yeah. Yeah. I want you guys to know that there are way more than nine Captain Crunches because I just Wikipedia it and there's at least 20 that have come through the times. Yep. Let me name a few. Deep Sea Crunch, a version of the cereal introduced in 93, which featured crunch berries shaped like sea creatures. Wow. (laughs) There's Christmas Crunch. You can guess. There's Home Run Crunch. Wow. 90, released in 95. It was baseball-related marshmallow shapes. Uh, there's Cosmic Crunch, star-shaped crunch berries. Really, wow. there's Superman Crunch, Cinnamon Roll Crunch, Captain Crunch Bars, Airhead wow. Berries. It's just weird. Airhead it's, Berries. That sounds gross. It's a crossover between Airheads Candy and Captain Crunch Cereal. I wonder what the fuck. It's not it. even food. Like, it's not even it's, food anymore. It's, it's not food. It's just. It's just manufactured, it's, engineered. It's Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch, yeah. That's our country. That's All our right, country. guys. Yeah. Yeah. So we're actually not going to talk about cereal the whole time. We're going to discuss something a little more cereal. Uh, oh, I mean, God. serious. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about group training and solo training, as far as you know, working out and uh, getting fit, getting your fitness on, and the benefits of each and why one might be better than the other or vice versa. We're just going to kind of discuss all that. All that. You ready? Ready. Okay. Let's go over group training first. Cause we all have a pretty good history of training with other humans at the same time in the same space and doing that kind of crap. So 
Corey, I don't know. What's your uh what's your what's a what's a good thing about group fitness? What'd you come up with? Uh group fitness is great. Uh I like group fitness because it makes me want to push harder because everybody's miserable doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. So like I feel miserable, but like the person next to me and the person across from me and whatever they're also miserable. So it's like we're in it together type thing. It's camaraderie. It's a sense yeah. of community while you're miserable. Yeah. And it's almost like that misery becomes fun in a way once the misery yeah. is over. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Connor? I agree with what Corey said. It's that shared suffering for sure. It's shared suffering goes a long way. Um, I don't know. Do you guys know that I used to be a group fitness instructor? Like this is how I got my start in coaching. Yeah. Whoa. So I started attending group fitness classes, uh, in grad school and I started to train to become a group fitness instructor. Do you know the first group fitness class that I taught was TRX? No, no. Uh, was it cycling Laughing yoga? No, you'll never guess. Uh, okay, well, give me the first letter. Underwater basket <laughs> weaving. <laughs> okay. Water aerobics. It was <laughs> No. The Drum first... aerobics. The... Okay, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> the first class I ever taught, I had to teach it as part yeah. of my training was cardio dance party. Oh, wow. Yes. For those of you out there that don't know me very well, I'm a really good dancer. She's really good. I'm a really good dancer. Uh, I don't know if you're serious. (laughs) I don't think you're serious. I've never seen you dance. You've never seen me dance? Oh, I've seen you. Oh, no. You do a killer Michael Jackson. That's right. That's all I got, though. That's my only move. I mean, shit. That'll take you far. (laughs) But, um, so I started teaching group fitness um but yeah i ended up going on to teach like trx indoor cycle those types of classes boot camp Mm -hmm. type classes circuit training um before starting to do crossfit yeah yeah i i always liked group fitness and group training especially when i got into grad school and i wasn't an athlete anymore because Mm -hmm. i didn't know what i was doing like the only thing that I knew how to do is like run. So I would run for fitness. But beyond that, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing in the gym. Yeah. So I could go to this class where there's an instructor that's going to tell me what to do. And that just made sense to me. Right. I think that was especially maybe 10 years ago when before Instagram was around and like the, the group fitness thing really exploded and like a lot of females started getting into it and like becoming really strong. That was like a big drawback to weightlifting for females. I think was they just, they felt like they didn't belong there. They, maybe mm-hmm. they didn't know what to do. I mean, even males, you can't really, you know, go one way or the other. It goes both ways, but like totally before there was like a big awareness brought to it, that was a valid feeling. Yeah. Like you just don't know what to do. So I'm just going to run, you know, yeah, so group fitness changed that for me because yeah. then I could just go to classes and the instructor would tell me exactly what I needed to do and I didn't have to think about it. Yeah, the, for sure. The program was taken care of for me. Yeah, you don't really no worries. You just had to show you had up, to show up yeah. and give your effort and that was, it was good. Yeah. 
so that was CrossFit for you. That was one of your CrossFit, like you just showing up. Like, did you program for your like TRX stuff? Ooh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So at that okay. point, yeah, when I started teaching those classes, I was programming for my classes. Oh, cool. Um, but yeah, I def. I mean, same thing. Like, I sought out CrossFit. Um, I think CrossFit for me more was, yeah, I wanted more coaching on weightlifting. I wanted the group atmosphere and I liked the team and the athlete idea. So like being Mm -hmm. a former athlete, I think I wanted to like have that feeling of training like an athlete again and being a part of a team again. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's especially once, yeah, like exactly your situation, get out of college sports or high school sports and they want to be an athlete again yes i like to use that term loosely because i think everybody's an athlete you just matter of if you use it or not right yeah i totally agree with that like that was my first point too is going through hell as a group it has a, a way of bringing people together and that's what makes group training so fun and effective and kind of addictive really which can be a good and bad thing but it's just like what the army does going through basic training going through hell weeks, you know, what any college team does with strength and conditioning. It, it It's that group training aspect where they, everybody does the same thing. Everybody's feeling this misery and, and you get it through it together and it brings people together and makes everyone better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was totally, totally get it. Neato. Okay. Um, I don't know. Uh, Corey, what was another one? Do you have any other positives on group training? Um, if you would have asked me a few years ago, group training was a positive for me because it gives you like a benchmark to compete against. Uh, like you show up, especially like with CrossFit, you can kind of see what everyone else has done during that day. So it gives mm-hmm. you a benchmark of like, oh, who do I want to compete with today? Or who, mm-hmm. you know, what what's my strength marker today? Or who, you know, whatever. Um, so before that would have been something that I would have been pretty concerned about is I need to go in and I just can't be last. Basically I need to, or I'll pick someone like on the leaderboard to, you know, pace myself off of. But in the last seven to eight months, I have sort of abandoned that. Um, Mm -hmm. I really, I, I think there's a huge benefit to having the attitude of, I am here to train. I'm not here to compete. I'm here to train. I'm here to get better because if you go in and this was the issue I was having, I was going in every day and I was trying to compete. So trying to compete led me to injuries because I was always pushing myself really hard. Um, But like I wasn't consistent enough to really compete at all. Um, I was showing up like once or twice a week. And like, all right, I'm going to try to beat this guy here because I know that I can. Mm -hmm. So now I would say going in with the attitude of like, yeah, it's cool to see kind of where you fit in the rest of the gym and the rest of the group. But um, just understanding what you're there for. You're there to train. You're there to grow and you're there to get better rather than like you're there to top the leaderboard, which – like I said, is a cool thing, but it depends on what your, what your goals are and what you're trying to attain. Yeah. I think that's, uh, especially with CrossFit, like the competitive side is such a 
good thing and such a toxic thing too if it gets yeah. car- carried away like mm-hmm. if you have a really good group of people that just genuinely want to get better with each other and have that friendly competition it's great yes but it can also get carried away where people skip reps or you know yep kill themselves get hurt or just like feel down because they don't feel like they're keeping up with you know this imaginary or whatever this other person who has a completely different set of circumstances than them because so. you guys are both coaches and I'm not, so you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think you should be murdering yourself every single workout that you do. <laughs> like no. you shouldn't be in at the point where you're laying on the ground dying by the end of the workout. Like, yeah, like once or twice a week, that's probably all right. But if you're doing that every single time, you're training. That's not, wrong. yeah, that's not yeah. sustainable. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Training wrong. If that's how you end every workout. Yeah. 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 Yeah, It's very interesting. The I feel, especially with CrossFit, because that's kind of where all of our uh, giant portion of our experience is like the evolution of the mindset was just the casual CrossFit or person that trains through the CrossFit modality. The evolution of like our mindsets, like when we first start, a lot of people have that competitive mindset and they want to go compete or they want to like do better than the person next to them and in the gym. And like what you said, Corey, it kind of shifts over time to just, I want to give my best effort. I just want to be healthy. And it, it's like, it's like when you first try wine and like, you're only about like sweet wine, like sweet wine is like all I want. And then like, eventually like you taste dry and you're like, Oh, dry wine's pretty good. And then like sweet wine becomes disgusting. <laughs> like you don't want sweet yeah. wine anymore. Yeah. You know, it's just yeah. like you, you evolve and like, I don't know. That's been my experience personally, the same as yours, Corey. Like I used to be really competitive, but now I'm just, I want to be healthy and like, just give a good effort and look good. And I think a lot of people are also like that. Don't get me wrong. Like I take a big, I take pride in, you know, whatever gym I'm at, like having, you know, being in the top five or top 10 of certain things, because for me, that's where I, you know, that, that does push me to be better mm-hmm. is I, I know what I'm capable of and I want to keep getting better, but I like on a day-to-day basis, like when I go in on a, you know, on a Tuesday afternoon or a Tuesday morning and it's time to just do a workout, like I'm not going to base my weight or my time off of, well, what did, you know, Billy do this morning? Cause I have to beat him. Otherwise it was a waste. Yeah. It's like. I need to go in. I need to like lift what I feel comfortable with. I need to not get injured and I need to be able to come back tomorrow and be like the same level of con- like intensity or higher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I think that's very, I would agree with it. It's a healthy mindset towards everything. Right. Yeah. Kana. Yeah. I, what do you think? I went through the same evolution. I, started CrossFit. I paid attention to the leaderboard every day, every workout. I You sound exhausted just saying that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not a fun way. It's really not a fun way to train. It pushed me. It pushed me a lot. Yeah. Which I appreciate the competitive side of CrossFit for that reason. Like it really does push you to 
find those new gears and those new levels within yourself that you might mm-hmm. not be able to get to on your own. So that's probably the positive aspect of the competitive side of training. But then, yeah, I quickly abandoned it. I, I never look at the whiteboard. I, I, for me, I started running into the comparison trap where Mm -hmm. I would go do a workout, feel like I gave it my best effort, leave feeling awesome like, wow, that was a great workout. I did the best I could. At the end of the day, I would look at the leaderboard and be like, oh, my God, I suck. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's stupid. I gave it my best effort. My effort is all that matters. Really? Yeah. Like, everyone else's effort is out of my control. So as long as I can leave a workout being like, oh, I did. That's all that matters to me at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And then it also goes back to... If I'm training with the intent to compete every workout, I'm completely missing the intent of the workout. So like Corey pointed out, the goal is not to go 100% every training day. Mm-hmm. That's, that's not sustainable long term. We often have workouts that are very long and the goal is to sustain like 75% effort. And it's like, Yeah, some people are finishing those workouts that are like 25-minute time caps in 12 minutes. That's not the intent. The intent is not to finish the workout in 12 minutes. The intent is to work for 25 minutes. Right. And it's like if you're competing, you're missing the intent and you're no longer training. You're just digging yourself into a hole. Yeah, and it will will catch up to you. I think it's – Yes, it it does. It caught up to everybody that I know. Yes. At least once, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I think I, we can all think of someone like that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Go ahead. For sure. I think too, like for me, I often will go into a workout with my own focus. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes, like especially recently, like if the gym is doing a one rep max day, my intent may not be to max out. My intent is, hey, I'm going to lift something heavy for today. Or my focus for the workout might be, I'm just going to stay connected to my breath today. Mm. So sometimes like as long as I'm fulfilling like my focus and my intent for the day, I can still leave feeling really good about that. Yeah, totally. I actually remember the, your transition when we were both at worthy to get worthy together, when you kind of, you would type your scores in and type your weights in, but then you would click not public or whatever the, Mm, yeah. And like you would just privatize. So you have your information for next time, but no one else could see it. Yeah. Cause it only matters to me. You know what I mean? Like my weights only matter to me. Nobody else needs to know or care what I'm lifting. Right. Yeah, totally. I remember that. And I was like, wow, that I was literally like, well, good for her. So like, I wasn't at that point yet, but I like that actually opened my eyes to like, well, it's people that were actually doing that. Like that makes sense. And yeah, I think it totally changed your mindset. Cause you seem to, honestly, I think I felt like your fitness like took leaps and bounds once you started doing that. Like you just started having more fun and relaxed and like you got muscle ups. You're honestly, it felt like just looking at you go through things, you looked better and quicker and like you were having more fun, which is important. Yeah. I mean, it goes back to like Corey's motto of, I'm here to train. I'm not here to compete. I'm here to get technically better. I'm not here to win the workout every day. Mm -hmm. 
And yeah, I think when you start to pay attention to the intent of the workout and not go a hundred percent every day, you will start seeing more gains in your fitness level. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I learned a lot from you there. And I think that that's into my next point is with group classes and fitness. Uh, I think you're going to discover that you're capable of way more than you think when you started the group fitness CrossFit mm-hmm. and you're going to learn a lot about yourself and you're just going to learn like when you first started uh, group training, you did it partly because you didn't know what to do at the gym. Mm-hmm. So you're going to learn like how to squat, how to deadlift, how to do these different moves. Um, and you're going to learn about programming if you want, but you're also going to learn from other people in your class. Like everyone has such a different personality and comes from different, different walks of life. And literally it can go that deep. Once you get to know someone like Lynn, like yeah. I learned a lot from Lynn and her approach to training when she's like all Zen and, Mm-hmm. Uh, you know how like yes. uh, meditation just has her own way of going through the training and breathing and it's you can learn a lot if you just pay attention to other people that's and, that's and such a coach. good point yeah that's such a good point I actually that's another advantage of group training and in the CrossFit world I learned so much from watching other athletes yeah like I remember learning double unders by watching another athlete named Bino I would Mm -hmm. watch her do double unders and like examine it and like analyze it (laughs) and be like, okay, because she gave me that mental image that I could then try to copy and like mimic. Yeah. And I do that with a lot of things like watching, like when you're learning muscle ups, it helps to watch other athletes do those movements and you're like, (laughs) okay, I get it. Yeah. But if you're you're on your own, it's so hard. Yeah. Because you can't really watch yourself no one's watching you yeah and you're no one else is doing what you're trying to do usually (laughs) yeah yeah totally yeah cool um let's do one more you guys have one more on group training yeah pretty much yeah all right Corey. um i don't know it's it's sort of a contradictory thing. Um, but like I talked about how it, the group training helps me understand, like, uh, I'm not here to beat anybody else. Like I'm here to train, blah, 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 blah. But at this, in the same, at the same time, group training also pushes me a lot. Um, the most intense workouts that I have are during group training. Um, you know, you have people, it's, it's like being on a sports team. It's doing CrossFit. It's whatever. When you're like dead and you don't think you have anything left, someone being like, you know, come on, let's go keep pushing. Like whatever. I mean, whatever, like, um, rah, rah, like cheerleader type thing that they do. Mm-hmm. You, I tend to find another gear that like, I don't normally have during like if I'm training alone. Um, so for me, like having people there to cheer you on and push you helps a lot because uh, like I said, when you're ready to quit, you're, you're with other people, you don't, you, you know, 
you're not going to, if somebody like recognizes that you're struggling and cheers you on, mm-hmm. just makes you want to go harder. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that, that's huge for me. Cause I know in, in per like in training alone, it's really easy to be like, eh, you know, that was good enough. I'm all right. So group mm-hmm. training, you, you miss that trap a lot easier. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's almost like you don't want to let you're part of the team. So you don't want to let another member of the team down. Yeah. Even if it is your workout, like they're cheering for you because they want the best for you and you don't want to let yourself down or them down. Yeah. It's just part of the ship, part of the crew. Yeah. Part of the ship, part of the crew. Yeah, for sure. Bones, are you, are you training by yourself right now? I am. Yeah. Yeah. Do you enjoy that? Yeah. Right now I, I really, really do. Do you wish you had like a group to train with? Are you just like, no, I kind of like doing my own thing and doing my own program. No, I haven't. There's a CrossFit gym up here, but I have not thought about, I've thought about going, but I haven't really made any move or any initiative. Like, and when I'm at the gym, I enjoy it so much because it's so convenient to just where I'm at location wise to walk over to the gym, Mm -hmm. do my workout, feel really good about it and then go home. Yep. It's all like within 10 minutes of each of each yeah. other, like class, gym, home. It's like, it's awesome. And I'm loving it. Yeah. I find the balance between, so like where I'm at, I'm like 15 minutes from a CrossFit gym, but I'm five minutes from a gym where I train by myself. Mm-hmm. And I find having that balance. So like doing two to three group classes a week, and then like two to three sessions by myself is a good balance because I mean, I get the best of both worlds because yeah. training, training alone is a whole different experience and it's good in its own right. Like if you can train alone and push yourself, then you've unlocked like another level for yourself, which a lot of people never do. Um, but the group training just kind of keeps you motivated, keeps pushing you. So mm-hmm. I like, I like having both available for sure. Yeah, I think going off that Corey is the best solo training is rooted from effective and fun group training. So I guarantee you, if you're really good at working out by yourself and you can push yourself, that's from a group training experience whether it be CrossFit or you were in the army, like I guarantee you people that can go to the gym and kill it by themselves have had, you know, experience with a group doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like I would argue that a hundred percent. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I would say right now I crave training out with a group. Mm-hmm. I have no desire to train by myself. Really? It's, yeah. I've done it like as a coach, I would always like train in off hours, like in between uh-huh. classes and clients, you're trying to train by yourself. Um, I, I rarely find that to be fun. It feels very lonely. You feel yeah. like there's no shared suffering. There's no, there's no one else in the gym. And maybe it's actually that maybe it's like, I wouldn't mind training by myself if there were just like other people around, like maybe not necessarily doing what I'm doing, but still lifting. Yeah. Maybe I would find that more enjoyable, but yeah, I always crave going to just like a group class. Yeah. For, for all the reasons that we just named. Right. That's, yeah. 
totally. I remember being a coach too. I mean, we were in the same position. We train, I think also might be like the type of training because who wants to go do a 12 minute AMRAP of pull-ups, 400 meter runs, and I don't know, by squat yourself. cleans by yeah. yourself yeah. in the middle of the day. Yeah. Like nobody, it's not, it's not super it's not appealing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think I'm enjoying mine now is I'm not doing that. So I'm doing a different type of training. So maybe that also has something to do with it, mm-hmm. the type of training. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, one more like positive on group training is that it, I think for people that don't have any uh, exercise experience, if you just go into the CrossFit gym and you're trying to get on a program, it's the best way because it keeps you accountable. Like you're going to meet people and yes. they're going to expect you there. You can say, I'm going to the 5.30 PM class. And we knew how like tight of a group of 5.30 PM class can be or early morning class especially can be like, they expect each other to be there. They wonder when you're not there, what happens. Yes. Yeah. It keeps you on a regular schedule. And that's just so effective for a results physically, but for, you know, your mental health, and everything that goes along with that. And like, that's so important. If you really, people really want results. I think group training is the way to start. Yeah. It goes back to all you have to do is show up. Yeah. Yeah. Everything else is taken care of. You have, yeah, you're accountable. The program is taking care of you. All you have to worry about is showing up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Love it. Mm -hmm. Corey, what do you like about solo training? Uh, I like solo training because I can pick my own music or <laughs> that's actually a really good it reason. Is, yeah. Holy it is shit. I did not even think of that. Like if I want to listen to a podcast, if I want to listen to music, I mean, I can listen to Tenacious D or I mean like whatever I want and Dude. no one's going to be like, I don't want to listen to that. I can just listen to whatever I want. <laughs> that's actually incredible. I'm really happy you said that. Yeah. Because I that's the reason I love training alone was so I could listen to Tenacious D. <laughs> yeah. And like no one could say anything. Yeah. <sighs> it's amazing. Yeah. Connor, but I mean, okay, so what do you see as beneficial about solo training? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think um, for me as like a person that can easily fall into the comparison trap, when you're by yourself, there is no comparison trap. And it's also for me, the solo training, like it can be very meditative and it can also be Mm. a huge mental challenge. Cause like you said, the type of training we're doing, like no one really wants to do a 12 minute AMRAMP of thrusters and burpees and running, Mm -hmm. doing it by yourself challenges and improves your mental toughness. Yeah. Like if I can do that by myself, it makes... I don't know. It makes other things that much easier. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I, I would agree with that. I with mean... the whole music thing, I, for whatever reason, like completely zone out the music. Like you could, <laughs> you could talk to me after a workout and be like, Oh yeah. What song was playing? I would have no idea. Yeah. I don't hear anything. Honestly. Is that the way, is that how you feel when you're by yourself and in a group, like all the time you just don't hear the music? Yeah, I really could care less what the music is. You know what? I just realized that might go back. Like, so I was a competitive swimmer. 
Uh-huh. Like I trained without music. I mean, That's we trained true. in the water. You can't hear a thing. Right. That's so I interesting. Think I'm just, I think I'm used to just zoning out and not yeah. hearing anything. Swimming is so interesting. It's so different from almost every sport. It's like horse racing. There's always music going on or something with the higher level sports in college, which you swim at the college level. There's always music or background yeah. noise or yeah. horn, something. Not in swimming. Not in swimming. That's so yeah. interesting. So maybe that has mm. a lot to do with it where I just don't yeah. pay attention to the music. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, so, I, yeah, the music's interesting. Yeah. Um, I think with, with training by yourself, you can work on what you want to work on if you know it's good for you to work on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. Know? So a lot of people, most people, I think, that go by workout by themselves will do things that they're good at, which yes. is obviously a huge negative. And people fall into that trap all the time. And you can honestly walk around the gym any you know, powerhouse, any like public gym and see people doing the same thing throughout the week. Cause they're probably just good at it. Yeah. And not a lot of people will push their boundaries or even know that they need to push their boundaries. Like they might not have an awareness that they have these weaknesses or imbalances. Um, but it could also, if they do have that, then it's a great opportunity to work through any, any pain they might have or lingering nagging injuries. Like they can, step away from a group setting and just focus mm-hmm. on getting themselves right. If they're aware of it. Um, yeah, no, so that's I think a that, really good point. Yeah. I think that's a really good thing about solo training, but can also be a huge pitfall. So, yeah. Whenever I <laughs> see a CrossFit like group class that I really don't like, like if I look at a workout ahead of time and it's usually like thrusters, I'm like, ah, oh, I hate thrusters. <laughs> the second thing I think is, if you hate this workout, it's probably a good workout for you to go to. Yeah, honestly. for sure. Like if you don't like those movements, it's probably a good workout to go and make yourself do those movements. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how you're going to get better. Yeah. And you're probably going to feel better. Uh, you probably absolutely will feel better after you're done with it. Just knowing that you did something you didn't want to do and yes. you had no good reason not to do it. Yeah. Yeah. More satisfying. Yeah, for sure. Don't have a wheelhouse. Yeah. What do you mean? What do you mean? I mean, so did a workout. I think it was, it was this week. It was like thrusters, box over burpees and a 400 meter run. So like my wheelhouse is, you know, on a ship you pilot in your wheelhouse. It's what you're good at. So those things are not things that I'm good at. So it's outside of my wheelhouse. But mm-hmm. like doing the workout, I felt good doing it because I was like, I know that this isn't in my wheelhouse. So I trained something that wasn't, you know, in my wheelhouse. If it would have been like power cleans and uh, I don't even know what else is in my wheelhouse, honestly, like, <laughs> whatever, like if power push cleans jerks. were involved or a power yeah, clean, push jerks. A three rep max hang power clean push jerk into a max like, sled push. Or yeah, a sled push or like a fifteen meter sprint or something like yeah, ten great. calorie bike, a ten calorie bike, yeah, fuck yeah, but <laughs> th- like doing doing a four hundred meter run, yeah, twelve burpees and then fifteen thrusters, like that's not in the wheelhouse. But I did it anyway, and it felt really good doing it because I knew I needed it. 
Yeah. For sure. That's a great point. Don't have a wheelhouse. Actually, I feel like I've heard that before, but it's been so long. I've heard, I I think I heard Matt Frazier talk about that actually, like training outside of like making sure that he doesn't even have a wheelhouse because something that he's bad at, he just trains like nonstop at that one thing to be better at it. So he like, he's just unstoppable in every way, which obviously pretty much is right now. Yeah. Jesus, I guess so. All right, guys. So let's close this out. Um, I guess we're going to do a closing question. So if you, Corey Mueller, sir, yeah, yeah, could work me. out with one person from history. Now, granted, the fitness industry has been around, you know, for the past 100, 150 years, maybe. But if you could work out with one person from history, dead or alive, <clears throat> who would it be? So, really, I mean, I'd like to train in like ancient, like in ancient Greece, like sure. in a group fitness uh, yeah. area. I knew but you were going to go here. If I had to pick one person, um, I just learned about this guy. Actually, I was watching a documentary on Netflix about like fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this guy. His name was Eugene Sandow, and he was a German bodybuilder, and he was like one of the first, like real popular mainstream bodybuilders mm-hmm. and he did a lot of cool shit. He was a showman and a bodybuilder. So I think that that would be really fun to like watch that and, you know, experience it and work out with him and whatever he's been, he's been dead for, you know, 90 <laughs> years, but almost a hundred years at this point. Wow. That, um, yeah, I think that would be really cool, but like a group fitness class in ancient Greece, you know, when you're a warrior and you got like, that's what they did. They wrestled and they like, they lifted heavy shit and they mm-hmm. were just men being men. That was functional fitness back then. Functional fitness. Mm-hmm. I, okay. What about this? I'm going to go off this off that. Okay. Add fictional characters. <laughs> oh, fictional (laughs) fictional characters i'm gonna i'm gonna go with mine first because i don't want you to steal it i would work out with yoda i knew you were gonna say i want that i want to jump and float some rocks and swing from vines and carry that little dude on my back and learn how to be a a motherfucking jedi wow so your turn that's pretty awesome yeah sorry i'm I'm not sorry uh, i'm gonna work out with uh Gimli from Lord of the Rings. You just said don't have a wheelhouse. <laughs> well, he's never gonna. <laughs> he's not. Dwarves aren't meant for long distance. <laughs> they're they're natural sprinters. <laughs> That's great. I would agree with that. Actually, he'd be a fun guy to work out with. I was gonna say like legolas but he's gonna be doing like muscle yeah. ups and like he even he has a wheelhouse he's yeah just, yeah there's no there's way. no way he's gonna deadlift as much as me though <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> exactly or squat you're a dwarf you, you got those little legs and you can just squat a fucking house probably right that's why gimli would be fun gimli, to work out yeah. with plus yeah. he'd be fu- he'd be funny right yeah yeah totally. so connor I'm just shaking my head. Connor, <laughs> who is the one person you would work out with from history, fictional or not? 
Okay, so I, my idol, I would work out with my idol growing up. It mm-hmm. was Janet Evans. Uh, so she was a swimmer. She was an Olympic swimmer. Okay. Um, and she, she was a freestyler. So that's, I would want to work out with her. I like that. Yeah, I, I like that too. It seems perfect for you. Yeah. I want you to pick a fictional character. No! (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, I have no idea. Harry, Harry Potter. uh... Oh my gosh, no. You don't know the fictional characters, do you? I can't. (laughs) Name name a fictional character. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I can't even participate in this conversation. Okay, that's fine. We won't brag it on. All right, but you have to answer what uh, flavor of Captain Crunch would you pick from from history? From history. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I don't know all the flavors. Just name name something. It's probably a flavor. I'm going to assume there's a some sort of like chocolate peanut butter crunch for sure yeah, version of Captain Crunch. Yeah. That would be my flavor for sure. Right on. Yeah. It's perfect. It's like Reese's Puffs. Yes. Oh, yeah. Reese's Puffs are so good. That's exactly right. what I want. Before we go more cereal talk. Guys, this was, uh, this was fun. Um, and I think we have concluded this episode. I, I agree. <laughs> we did All it. Right. Cool. I'll talk to you guys next time. Cool. Bye. Thank you guys so much for tuning in yet again today. If you did enjoy this content, feel free to scroll on down. Leave us a five-star review on the good old iTunes. It helped us out a lot, and we want to hear your feedback. We want to know what you think. So go ahead, go do that. As always, take what you learned here, apply it to your real life, and always, always, always discover the warrior within.